Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 83. What is antisocial personality disorder? Let me preference this week's podcast by explaining why I write blogs such as these. Many decades ago, one of my children was diagnosed with a disability. We received the diagnosis, but nothing else. No information about what it meant, where to turn to, etc. I felt, as a mother, as if I had been thrown into the deep end of a swimming pool and didn't know how to swim. Eventually, I figured it out. I don't want you to be in the same position as I was. I want you to have the information you need. For as I discovered, the right information can make all the difference. It's that powerful and empowering for you to have. Now, let's get on with this week's episode. What is a personality disorder? In general, personality disorders are mental health conditions. These conditions affect how someone thinks, perceives, feels or relates to others. An antisocial personality disorder is one such type of personality disorder. Personality disorders usually range from mild to severe. The signs of a personality disorder often emerge during adolescence and persist into adulthood. They can run in families and may be associated with genetic and family factors, such as abuse, neglect or other experiences of distress during childhood. People with personality disorders often have other mental health issues. These may include depression and alcohol or drug abuse. Treatment for personality disorders usually involves a course of psychological therapy that is tailored to suit the individual's needs. What is antisocial personality disorder? Antisocial personality disorder, like any personality disorder, is on a spectrum. It is a particularly challenging disorder. People with this type of personality disorder can be impulsive, irresponsible and often engage in criminal behaviour. These people can appear reckless, deceitful, manipulative and don't appear to care about others' feelings. As it is on a spectrum, their behaviour can range from occasionally bad behaviour to repeatedly committing serious crimes. Antisocial personality disorder affects more men than women. The person is also three times more likely to engage in drug and alcohol misuse. They have an increased risk of dying prematurely as a result of reckless behaviour or attempting suicide. As with other personality disorders, it is not known why some people develop it and others don't. Both genetics and traumatic childhood experiences are thought to play a role. Childhood issues. The child will often come to the attention of social services as a result of their parents' behaviour or issues the parents might have around substance abuse. The child may have come to the attention of the police because of repeated offending either. Unsurprisingly, these types of difficulties in childhood will often lead to behaviour problems as they get older. It is not unusual for people with antisocial personality disorder to also have relationship problems and or be unemployed and or be homeless. Their behaviour usually becomes more extreme and challenging during their late teens and early 20s, but may improve by the time the person reaches their 40s, especially if they have received the right treatment. In the past, antisocial personality disorder was thought to be a lifelong disorder. 
but that's not always the case and it can sometimes be managed and treated in saying that psychopaths sociopaths are considered to have a severe form of antisocial personality disorder signs of antisocial personality disorder a person with an antisocial personality disorder may one exploit manipulate or violate the rights of others two lack concern regret or remorse about other people's distress three behave irresponsibly and show disregard for normal social behavior four have difficulties sustaining long-term relationships five be unable to control their anger six lack guilt or not learn from their mistakes seven blame others for problems in their lives eight repeatedly break the law treatment and diagnosis antisocial personality disorder is diagnosed after rigorous psychological assessment the person will usually have a history of conduct disorder before the age of 15 an assessment will be carried out by a specialist mental health professional diagnosis during this assessment the person will be asked questions about their thoughts feelings and behavior and how they cope with any problems they will also be asked about different areas of their life these will include their relationships life at home at work or college or school or any other problems such as depression and anxiety and problems with drugs and alcohol the person may be asked to fill in a questionnaire they may be asked to discuss any behavior that may be harmful to themselves or others such as any violent behavior any previous convictions or time spent in prison the assessment may also ask about any other conditions the person may have or events in their life that makes them feel stressed the person assessing them will also discuss the treatment plan whether they need psychological treatment social care and support or help in finding a job or getting back to education as i've said previously treatment needs to meet the individual's needs as such it may require a multidisciplinary team and support system in place to help the individual when is a diagnosis made diagnosis can only be made if the person is aged 18 years or older at least three of the following criteria apply and the individual's history is taken one repeatedly breaking the law two show signs of being repeatedly deceitful three the person is impulsive or incapable of planning ahead four they show signs of being irritable and aggressive five the person has a reckless disregard for the safety or the safety of others six they are consistently irresponsible seven the person also shows a lack of remorse these signs must not be part of a schizophrenic or manic episode they must be part of the person's everyday personality treatment recommended treatment will have to take into account the individual's needs plus personal history age offenders history and any other conditions they may be experiencing it is usual to include family and friends in the treatment plan where possible with them playing an active role in helping the person to make decisions about their own treatment and care needs talking therapy such as cognitive behavioral therapy or mentalization based therapy plus democratic therapeutic communities can be used therapy also requires cooperation from the individual to participate and self-motivation is an important factor another factor that helps is getting the individual help with or opportunities for education and vocational work this is where community-based programs can help a lot although the recommended length of treatment is 18 months it can vary the time is required so the person can make the necessary changes and put new skills into practice 
There is little evidence to support the use of medication for treating antisocial personality disorder, although certain antipsychotic and antidepressant medications may be helpful in some instances. They will be more likely to be used to treat other conditions the person may have developed, such as anxiety, depression and drug and alcohol problems. Why I write these blogs. In writing these types of blogs, I hope people find them informative and useful. In most cases, we only hear different terms bandied about in the media or by others with no knowledge of these conditions and with little or no understanding of them. How can we make up our own minds? If we are to make any headway in taking the fear and stigma out of mental health issues and why they occur, we need to be informed so we can make up our own minds about such things and not just follow along blindly with someone else's mistaken opinions. One way is by reading this type of blog or listening to this type of podcast, which contains the basic knowledge of the topic. The other is to always keep an open mind when you hear about a mental health condition and go get the information you need before deciding on your opinion. Work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. In fact, I would strongly advise you to reach out for counselling if you or a loved one has recently received any diagnosis. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time. If you find this has become a problem for you and you'd like some support, then schedule an appointment with me. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original posts. And I'll leave a link in the description below where you can also find a link to make an appointment with me. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.debrabrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 